Greetings, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thanks so much for joining me on this Monday, beginning of a new work week, where our chapter day journey finds us in Judges 21, the very last chapter, and it was verse 1 that resonated with me. It says, the men of Israel had taken an oath at Mitzpah. Not one of us will give his daughter in marriage to a Benjamite. Today's podcast is entitled, Series of Unfortunate Events. You know, there was a period of time in our daughter's childhood when her favorite series of youth fiction was Lemony Snicket, which always carried the tagline, a series of unfortunate events. And that tagline, a series of unfortunate events, popped into my mind as I sat in the quiet this morning, pondering not only the tumultuous events that are unpacked by the author of Judges in his three-chapter epilogue, but also the tumultuous events that we've been living through in the past two years. Looking at the headlines and the horizon, I'd say that we're not out of the woods yet. Today's chapter is the final chapter of the book of Judges, and the third and final chapter in a saga that began with this one single Levite traveler on his way home with his wife and his servant. So a rather isolated local incident blows up into a national tragedy. Emotions boil over and reason gives way. The people become a mob and violence ensues. Tribal instincts perpetuate the violence and the human desire for justice turns into a cycle of vengeance. As the teacher of Ecclesiastes famously observed, Yeah, there's nothing new under the sun. For the ancient Hebrews, the series of unfortunate events are intertwined with a hodgepodge of cultural decisions that only fueled the perpetuation of the unfortunate events. The Hebrew tribes had mingled their worship of Yahweh, as prescribed in the Law of Moses, with the religious customs of local gods and cultural amores of that region. High on the bloodlust of vengeance, 11 tribes swear an oath not to give any of their daughters into marriage with one tribe, the tribe of Benjamin. Now, as often happens with mob violence, it's in the tragic aftermath that cooler heads prevail and corporate regret rises. The 11 tribes, however, have placed themselves square in the middle of a cultural dilemma. They can't give their daughters in marriage to the men of Benjamin without breaking their oath, which was an unforgivable act in the culture of their day. And yet, they feel bad, and they know that if they don't find a solution, the tribe of Benjamin could be wiped out. So they devise a scheme to help the remnant men from Benjamin to kidnap Canaanite virgins who were taking part in an annual religious festival. Now this exemplifies an ancient Near East tradition that still holds sway, by the way, in international relationships to this day. There's an old proverb that goes like this, me against my brother, my brother and I against our neighbor, my neighbor and I against a stranger. Now, it's quite common for modern readers to balk at the violence and vengeance in this ancient story, but that's exactly what the author of the book of Judges wanted his readers to feel. In his context, he wanted his contemporary readers to say, this is awful. Isn't this 
so much better just to have a king who will provide justice and stability. Well, this brings me back to our modern day series of unfortunate events and a parallel desire for justice and stability. As a follower of Jesus, I'm led to a very important and salient contradiction. See, human instinct is for strong human leadership to ensure justice, stability, and safety with top-down authoritarian power. While Jesus taught his followers to change the world with a grassroots movement in which individual believers transform other individuals with interpersonal love that changes lives from the bottom up. Now, every example from history in which these two paradigms have been confused, I observe, has ended in its own form of tragic failure. And so I enter another day and another work week, resolved to stick to the plan Jesus gave his followers and me. I hope you have a great day, my friend. We'll see you back here tomorrow.